Hello and welcome. Good to have you right there. Yours truly, Ron Stafford, with you on another exciting episode of Unconventional Ministry. It's a Sat7 podcast, of course. Hope you've had a chance to check out our other podcasts. Had some wonderful conversations recently. We'd love you to join the conversation. Just go to sat7usa.org and then scroll down past the conversations there. You'll see Dennis Weens's picture for the information, and Dennis will be in touch with you. Going to take a little bit of a turn today. Going to make your uh, brain work a little bit today. On with me by phone is Dr. Alan Hedberg. He is a clinical psychologist, uh, and he does his work in Fresno, California. He's a published writer. He's an author. He's a podcaster. We're going to be talking about a very interesting subject today about the church and how mental health works into all of that. Doctor, how are you today? Thanks for the time. Uh, Yes, good morning. Thank you. Let's just get a little bit of a background. You've written quite a few number of books. How long have you been in the clinical psychological work? Well, I've been a psychologist uh, for 50 years. Wow. Uh, my doctorate is from Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, and uh, that was in 1969. So I've been a psychologist for all those years. But my writing, I've done throughout the years, probably over the last 20 years, I've been writing regularly. I've written now 10 books for the general public and uh, written three or four books now for the professional community. So mm-hmm. I've written about 15 books over the years. I've read a variety of topics, but I'm trying to bring the issue of mental health to people. Hmm. I think of it in the sense of giving psychology away, helping people outside the counseling center, outside the office of a, of a psychologist, yes. become aware of and to learn more about mental health issues and live them out in their lives. That's excellent. Let's talk about mental health in the church. You talk about two main purposes of the church. What would that be, Doctor? I think the church is first and foremost a godly center. The purpose of it is is to bring people to God and to develop their godly relationships. Hmm. That's really the church's purpose, through worship, through prayer, and through the various ways within the church to bring godly relationships about within people, their faith. Right. Then there is the second level, what I refer to as the human relationships. And that is, you know, the church is designed to caring and compassion. It's to include people of all races, all backgrounds. It's to be inclusive. It's to in, encourage and to enhance family life, marriage relationships. It's to develop faith. It's to develop a leadership body, a servant leadership body. The church really has kind of two functions. One is the godly relationships, and the other is the human relationships. That's within the church. Mm-hmm. And I see there's an outreach from from the church into the community, and that's where I think mental health fits. Okay. When people think, because I was just looking, when I first got this email from Dennis, I'm thinking mental health and the church, I don't know if those two things work together, because you think mental health, you think, you know, I'm going to go to my pastor, I've got some issues, or, you know, we've got to do the premarital counseling thing, I love this person. It is an area of uh, controversy, and there are churches that... We do have mental health uh, counseling centers or marriage counseling centers within the church. Right. Pastors do marriage counseling, do family counseling, personal counseling. Sometimes they have a, um, a counselor on their staff, and they try to build it within the church. And I think that's a conflict. I think that's that's not the place for it. I think that churches should not bring counseling within the church. That's something that 
the Christian community of the church brings to the community and sets up within the community. Mm. And the church can establish a mental health counseling center in the community in the same way that churches and the church people, the Christian population, set up schools, they set up hospitals, they set up retirement homes, they set up children's homes, they set up rescue missions, they set up mission programs such as SAT-7. So the Christian community once they have become godly and once they become supported within the church, they have a faith development within the church, right. they move out into the community and set up these kinds of services and these kind of centers and these kind of institutions and operations so that the general community can be influenced by the church through these various uh, entities and means. Understood. Have you seen it where the opposite was true, where just it was a, a, a railroad accident? I mean, I can just imagine some pastors thinking, I don't want to get involved in this. I've got, you know, so many people. I can just imagine if people say, no, this is the role of the pastor. I'm, I'm ministering. I'm doing this. What you're saying is exactly I correct. Pastors, I think pastors are in a unique role. Okay. They are teachers. They're, they're, they're pastors of the Word. They are mm. to bring doctrine and understanding of the Word of God. Right. They're in a teaching position. And they can teach the concepts, they can teach the principles, they can teach the systems of how to relate to each other, how, how to build relationships, how to build a strong marriage, how to build a good family life, how to build relationships at your work, in your work environment, in your community, in your neighborhood. Right. Teachers have a strong role of being a teacher, and they need to be very strong in that area. They need to be as strong as a teacher as they are as a preacher. Billy Graham said it very well. I, I, I always appreciate how Billy Graham puts it into perspective. He said this, Every day I read a psalm, because the psalm teaches me how to relate to God. And then every day I read a Proverbs, because the book of Proverbs teaches me how to relate to people. Mm. And I think that's the concept that really pastors and churches need to get a hold of. Mm. There's that movement of how to relate to God, and that's within the church itself, right. and how to develop the relationships within the church. And then, how to relate to people is, how do you form relationships within the church, but outside the church? How do you relate to people outside the church and have an influence? And then you can do that through setting up services, or setting up programs, or setting up institutions, or clinics. Mm -hmm. You know, we do it through schooling. We set up schools. Churches right. set up schools, and then they're operated for the community. We set up hospitals, and I think you can set up mental health centers the same way. You set up a center in a community, and then people can get their mental health services as they need them. But the church has an influence by creating these kind of services for the community through the Christian people of the church. Gotcha. It's well said. Thank you for that. Talk about how you first came to know about SAT-7 and, and Dennis Weens, and just talk about, about your uh, association with our organization. Well, we came upon uh, the information of SAT-7 probably about 10 years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, Dennis Weens was very important to that, to my understanding of SAT-7, and we went to some of the sessions of SAT-7, some of their conferences, so that we could get better understanding of really what is going on through SAT-7 in the Middle East. I think that that's an area of the world that is a very important part of the world, has had a historical importance. And um, when I learned that SAT-7 had this television ministry to the Middle East and Northern Africa, I said, you know, that's very important to know more about, and that's more important, that's very important to kind of learn about and to become involved in. So I went to some of the conferences to kind of really get a personal hand of how what they're doing, how they're doing it, and how effective they are, mm -hmm. and the cost-effectiveness, you know, what it costs, but how good it is to 
when, when they do produce a program and the effect of that program. So we've been knowledgeable of the set over the last 10 years and now become a supporter of the Satsang ministry. That's wonderful. Would you mind closing out our time today, uh, Doctor, with a word of prayer? Would you mind doing that for us? Sure, I can do that, sure. Lord, we do commit our uh, day to you. And we know we want our day to be fruitful, or our day to be beneficial, but honoring to you. And today through Sat7, and all the people that work for Sat7, in the ministry of the day, make today a very special day in the life of Sat7 in some way, in the life of somebody that you have identified, that it might be a very specific day of goodness and and your will being accomplished through the work of Sat7. We do pray in your name. Amen. Amen. How can our listeners uh, to this podcast get in touch with you, Doctor? You have a website and a phone number. Would you mind sharing that? Yes, my website. This would be a good thing for people to get a hold of. That's www.booksbyhedberg.com. www.booksbyhedberg.com. My books are listed there, and some of the opportunities and some of my podcasts and so on are available there. And then you can always call my office if you have a direct question, 559 559- Two forty four three two six zero. Two forty four three two six zero. And the area code is five five nine. Excellent. And again, Hedberg is H E D B E R G. Books by Hedberg.com. Dr. Alan Hedberg, thank you so much for the time today. It was a wonderful chat. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nice to be talking with you this morning and blessing another day. Thank you. Again, that is Dr. Alan Hedberg. Check him out online, booksbyhedberg.com. Again, H-E-D-B-E-R-G.com. That's going to do it for me, Ron Stafford. Thanking you, as always, for being right there. And remember, only with God's strength and God's help, you truly can make it a great day and an even better tomorrow. We'll chat again next time. We live in a changing world that offers more ways than ever to minister to others. Sat7 is changing how ministry is done by using cutting-edge technology. We beam age-old biblical truth through well-produced programs into living rooms. And by partnering with churches, we are able to overcome obstacles in communicating the gospel message around the world. We also offer web streaming, and our apps can be downloaded on various smart devices across the Middle East and North Africa. Sat7 crosses borders and historic boundaries in the distribution of the gospel and making the gospel available to everyone in that region of the world. But in order for Sat7 to continue in this effort, we need support from listeners like you. Visit us online today at sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Again, that's sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Or give us a call at 866 744 7287. That's 866 744 7287.